You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to go over today's topic, which is one of my favorite things I could talk about all day long, and that is how to learn how to love the discovery call process. I think so many of us coaches dread and have this extreme fear of discovery calls, and I want to stop that right now. Everyone seems to have this extreme fear of being too salesy, being pushy, having these awkward silences because let's call it what it really is. It's taking a perfect stranger on the internet and hopefully turning them into a paid client for your products or your services. Now we can call the discovery call many things. We're going to break it all down today. You can go for a fitting call, a strategy call, a consult, discovery call, breakthrough call, so on and so forth. But at the heart of a discovery call is an opportunity to talk to a potential client and to serve them. I'm going to give you three tips so you can stop fearing discovery calls and start loving them. A chance to help and learn about a future client. So let's dive in. First things first, if you go into a discovery call dreading it or fearing that you're talking to a stranger or thinking that you need to make a sale and close the deal all in that one call, you are going about it all wrong. I spent three years as a salesperson in inside small business sales. I received some of the best industry leading sales training. So I think for me that helped me get comfortable and allowed me to really serve clients in a great way on the discovery call process and also coach my clients as well. So one of the first things you can do is lead with value. First things first, you need to give extreme value. When you're on a call, you want to give more than you receive. And this can be somewhat difficult to do if you don't know somebody or what they're needing from you. So that's why I highly, highly recommend having an application process. It doesn't have to be complicated or lengthy, and you can use a service for free like Typeform or SurveyMonkey. You just need to know in basically what kind of business does that person have, what kind of services do they offer, and you want to know what their biggest struggle or pain point is so you know the reason why they booked you. Another bonus question you can ask them is, why did you book a call with me personally? So you can start to see what attracted that person to you versus the hundreds of other coaches that are out there. So after you have this, now you have some homework to do. Now you have a couple of things that you know you can lead with saying. And when you actually get that person on the call, you can just give them the value based on the answer to their questions. The second thing I want you to do is in the back of your mind, you want to make sure that this person is right for you and is ready to work with you on a paid client basis. A bonus tip that I have for you is vetting someone during the application process to see if they're willing to even invest in themselves right now. So you can have a simple yes, no, or maybe so question that asks if this person is ready and willing to invest in paid services. 
If they answer no or maybe so, you need to decide if it's worth your time to even get on a call with them because again, you're going to give them so much value that you want to make sure they're ready to invest and that you just didn't waste 30, 45 minutes of your time just jumping on a call with someone who maybe wanted to receive free advice or is going fishing. Again, vetting the client is going to be extremely important. After this person has told you their struggle and they are ready to invest and the call is sort of naturally winding down, you can simply invite them to work with you and you can say something like, hey Susie, I know I can help you get your business off the ground. I remember feeling overwhelmed and stressed the same way that you do and this is exactly why I started my coaching practice. I would love to help you and I know I can because of... XYZ. And the XYZ is your products and services. I'm a mom too. I work a nine to five. So I've had to keep things really simple, Susie Q. I have a 90 day VIP package or whatever package you have. I would love to work with you and I could tell you more. How does that sound? You know, you can keep it really simple and just pose the question and let them see. Let them tell you that they're ready. And a lot of the times that will happen. I've had someone literally bust out their credit card before the end of our call. And I remember when I was going on discovery calls from potential coaches for myself, I was ready. And so you can kind of sense that in a person. So don't make it more difficult than it has to be. It's not salesy to ask someone to tell them more about what it is that you do. The number one thing you can do if you want to stay away from being salesy or pushy is not even to have the money conversation. You can always implement a follow-up process via email that will be sent out one to two hours after the discovery call is over in which you give them some information and give them some time to think about it, especially if you're charging premium prices, which I hope you are. This is going to be a big investment for that person and give them a night to sleep on it and then know that you have this amazing follow-up process that you follow so you don't potentially lose a client to whatever it is that they might be going through that's preventing them from working with you and just know that you have something amazing to offer that you can help them and you led with value so you don't need to worry about being sales pitchy or being anything that's other than helpful. The last thing I'll say is after a discovery call, let's say it went perfect. Your client is so happy, the energy is there, they're on board with working with you, and they basically will tell you, what's next, how can we get started? Do not freak out. The first time this happened to me, I completely freaked out, started stuttering. I lost a potential client from being not ready. So I always like to say, set your table, get it ready for guests. Is your house clean? Are the decorations out? The way you can do this in business is have your client contract ready, have your payment systems ready, have your welcome email already written out. And when you do that, you're going to start to visualize your next client and you're going to put that energy out into the world so that you're ready to receive a client versus Why am I not getting a client? This isn't going to happen for me. When you put that negative energy out into the world, you're really blocking the flow of potential clients coming to you. So I want you to get your house ready for the party, get your client contracts ready, and then you open the door and invite them right in. 
I hope this has helped and I just made this amazing discovery call roadmap. It is complete with swipe files, done for you emails, my entire process in depth that I've covered today and it's for sale. It is only $17, 90% off the regular price. You are going to want to go to putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash discovery call and you can go ahead and get yours today. I hope this helps and I hope you have a great day. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.